Welcome to Godable, a daily reading of holy texts known in the Unificationist community as Hundoke. Today we are reading from the Pyeonghwa Gyeong. Pyeonghwa Gyeong, Book 1, The Principles of True Peace We need to heed God's final warning. There is no possibility of contradiction or conflict within God, the Absolute Being. His divine character is reflected throughout creation and in the dual structure of mind and body and male and female in human beings. God exists in a state of absolute and total unity within himself. So it stands to reason that human beings, who were created to resemble God, the great king of all creation, have the ability to achieve the full unity of mind and body. Yet, as a result of the fall, human beings lost the standard of harmony and unity between the mind and body and live instead in a quagmire of struggle and contradiction. In a world in which the forces of evil are rampant, it is nearly impossible to live a life where the mind has complete governance over the body. This is why God in His wisdom has permitted necessary and appropriate religions to arise for the sake of saving fallen humanity, giving consideration to every age, culture, regional environment, and circumstance. Throughout history, human beings have tried to follow the teachings of religions and to steadily pioneer the path of life centered on the mind. We have learned the path of self-denial and how to place our hope in the eternal world and not be attached to the present reality. In Christianity, for example, we are taught to focus on God's kingdom and His righteousness, not this world. The scriptures warn us not to be selfish or to seek to live lavishly, Christianity has always emphasized the peace that originates in the world of the mind and heart. A good illustration of this is Jesus' teaching, The kingdom of heaven is within you. This concept of the kingdom of heaven has nothing to do with worldly affluence or power, and is echoed in many other faiths. Buddha's declaration, In all of heaven and earth, I alone am the honored one, can be understood in the same way. Methods may differ from one religion to another, However, the mission of all religions is to strengthen the internal hope and aspirations of human beings. They guide us to examine ourselves and to live a life where the mind governs the body. In this way, God has carried out His providence for human salvation through religion for 6,000 long years. The fact is, up to the present, no religious leader or sage has been able to show us how to completely overcome the conflict between mind and body and bring about eternal unity and lasting peace. No one could teach us how to subdue the body once and for all by centering on the mind. No one could show us how to find true peace. No one could bring us to that point of complete unity where parents become eternally one, and husband and wives, brothers and sisters, parents and children, and the extended family can eternally unite as one. Now, however, the time for peace has come. Heaven's long wait has ended. We are living in the final moment of the last days of human history. Heaven cannot extend or allow any further delay of the providence for human salvation. This is because the true parents, whom heaven and earth have hoped would come and have longed to see, are now on this earth. They are taking all responsibility upon themselves and are successfully completing the providence of restoration. In a world entangled in chaos and debauchery, they are establishing an order of true love. Ladies and gentlemen, it is said that those who believe will be blessed. My husband, the Reverend Sun Myung Moon, and I, who are bringing this truth of heaven to you, are standing as the true parents. 
the teaching and thought of true parents revealed to Reverend Moon is a truth that promises peace to humanity. Both communism and democracy have tried and failed to bring peace. The thought that will prevail is Godism, which is the philosophy and tradition of living for the sake of others. Only this sacrificial way of life, based on heavenly parentism, is capable of leading us to eternal life and peace. In this way, we will come to the amazing realization that as God's reciprocal partner of love, we will come to possess a value even greater than God's. We must praise God for this. This love is the only way that we can at last connect to the eternal world of peace. It is the starting point of eternal life in the kingdom of God on earth and in heaven. The Council of Messages from the Spirit World In our capacity as the true parents of humanity, my husband and I have already united the entire spirit world. We are receiving messages of support and unity from the founders of the four great religions centering on Jesus, including Buddha, Confucius, and Muhammad, and from 120 major disciples of each of these leaders. They sent these messages after having studied our teachings in the Divine Principle and Unification Thought Seminars in the Spirit World. These leaders are filled with hope and feel immense gratitude toward the true parents. Even communist leaders in the Spirit World, beginning with Marx and Lenin, have completed the Divine Principle Seminar in accordance with true parents' direction. They too are sending tearful messages of repentance and deep lamentation. All these people in the Spirit World now have only one hope. That is, that their representatives and followers on earth will accept the teachings of the true parents as quickly as possible, work for peace, and prepare themselves for their eternal life. Their messages implore us not to waste our precious fleeting time on earth, instead to prepare wisely for life in the spirit world, where all people will live together for eternity after casting off their physical bodies. What does this mean for men and women now living on earth? First, it means that all people, men and women, young and old, rich and poor alike, must believe in the unequivocal fact that God is actually alive and is working His will. We ought not think of Him only conceptually. God is watching our every step and every act with eyes bright with expectation. God is waiting for the day when all human beings, who left His bosom and went to Satan, repent and return to Him. Long ago, He painted a picture of what it will be like when the prodigal child, who once left Him, returns to the Father with tears of repentance. Now his urgent request is that we actually do this. As a first step, God wants us to comfort and attend the true parents, who still remain on earth and who walk the path of blood, sweat, and tears for the sake of human restoration. God's desperate hope is that we will receive the warning he gives in these last days with an earnest heart, correct the errors of our lives, and live in a way that we will not regret later. Second, we are being warned that we must accept as fact the existence of the spirit world and live every aspect of our lives in accordance with heavenly law. God is sternly telling us to discover our higher selves, grow our spirits, and establish a world of peace on this earth without delay. God is watching us. Tens of thousands of wise men and women, together with all our ancestors, are watching our daily life. When we realize this for certain, how will you be able to go against heavenly law? Soon you too will begin having spiritual experiences. The time has come when your ancestors will directly observe and guide your life and even your thoughts. Numerous unification members who believe in and follow the true parents' teachings are already experiencing this. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for coming here this evening. 
you are truly blessed because you are able to live in the historic and providential age when the Messiah, the true parents of humankind, has returned to earth. This is the time when North and South Korea and all other nations will be unified, not by guns and knives, but with love and truth. This is the time when all the religions of the world will become one under the guidance of the true parents, and when all the sages and ancestors in the spirit world will come down to earth to live with us and communicate directly with us. I would like to conclude this address by urging all humanity to fulfill the responsibility to which we have been called by uniting to build a world of peace that transcends race, belief systems, and national boundaries. I pray that God's boundless blessings will be upon your family and nation in abundance. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Godable. Godable is brought to you by the National Victory Fund and support from listeners like you. To donate, visit godable.org. Thank you.